everyone. It is Monday, January 30th. Our chapter of the day is Acts 5. So I'm going to review some of the content of the text with you, uh, share some highlights I had, and we'll go through a few questions together. I'll read it at the end for you. So in Acts 5, we get a few more stories that give examples of the kind of powerful faith the apostles had as they were guided by the Holy Spirit. First, there's the story of Ananias and Sapphira, who tried to keep some of the money for themselves that they had raised for the apostles. Both of them lied about it to Peter, who knew the truth by the Spirit, and after such brief words as, you have not lied just to human beings but to God, in verse 4, and verse 9, how could you conspire to test the Spirit of the Lord? Ananias and Sapphira actually dropped dead, and the church was seized with great fear. Now this, part of this is that it sort of shows some arrogance of sorts of Ananias and Sapphira, seeing as how they put themselves before the Lord's work and didn't think that it would be so bad, but it was pretty bad. Second is a short account of the apostles adding to the number of believers after performing signs and wonders meeting together and healing the sick. Verse 16 even says, Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. And that goes to show, when God responds to faith, it's pretty unmistakable. And lastly for chapter 5, we see that the apostles were persecuted by the high priest and Sadducees, they were put in jail to keep their word about Jesus from being spread, but an angel freed them. So the Sanhedrin met to discuss this, and the apostles declared their commitment to the Lord over the orders of men. And a man named Gamaliel urged the officials to leave the matter alone, claiming that the apostles' efforts would die out if their purpose was of human origin. But then in verse 39, he says, if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. So, they were flogged before they released, but in verse 41 it says, The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. So, let's go through some of our questions together. The first one is, what did we learn about Jesus from this text? Well, number one, he takes sin seriously. So much so that sinning against his people is the same as sinning directly against God. Number two, he loves to heal by the faith of his believers. Number three, he should always be honored above mankind when people are trying to hold back his mission, because one way or another we'll find that his goodwill cannot be stopped. What do we learn about people from this? Well, we are often tempted to think we know better than God and put ourselves first, even to the detriment of the church. Number two, our true belief should lead to action by faith, like those who brought their sick to the apostles. If we truly believe, we will act on it. Number three, when we suffer for Christ's sake, it's an honor, and we know that our trials will not stop the Lord's victory, so our efforts to follow His will 
are part of an everlasting good mission. And what's a next step from this chapter? You might need to practice humility by talking to someone honestly about how you might tend to put yourself before God in your thoughts. I know we all do it at one time or another. Maybe for you it's less about how you think and more about actually living out your faith. If you say you believe in God, you got to start acting on it. Don't allow doubt to hold you back. The Spirit knows just where to lead each of you if you would only listen and follow Him. And lastly, if you've already started putting in work on yourself for Christ, and if you're struggling or wrestling with some things, there is still reason to rejoice. So give God thanks for the good that He is continuing to do in your life, and keep going. So, now is the time where I will read the chapter aloud. If, you want, if you've already read the chapter, you can tune out and go to a different video, but I'm going to start for the rest of us. Acts 5. Now a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died and great fear seized all who heard what had happened. Then some young men came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, Tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. Peter said to her, How could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the young men came in and, finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers used to meet used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of, some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Then the high priest and all his associates, who were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go, stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts, as they had been told, and began to teach the people. 
when the high priest and his associates arrived, they called together the Sanhedrin, the full assembly of the elders of Israel, and sent to the jail for the apostles. But on arriving at the jail, the officers did not find them there. So they went back and reported, We found the jail securely locked, with the guards standing at the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. On hearing this report, the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests were at a loss, wondering what this might lead to. Then someone came and said, Look, the men you put in jail are standing in the temple courts teaching the people. At that, the captain went with his officers and brought the apostles. They did not use force because they feared that the people would stone them. The apostles were brought in and made to appear before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high, high priest. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name, he said. Yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Peter and the other apostles replied, We must obey God rather than human beings. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a cross. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and savior, that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, who was honored by all the people, stood up in the Sanhedrin and ordered that the men be put outside for a little while. Then he addressed the Sanhedrin. Men of Israel, consider carefully what you intend to do to these men. Some time ago, Theodos appeared, claiming to be somebody, and about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed, all his followers were dispersed, and it all came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean appeared in the days of the census and led a band of people in revolt. He too was killed, and all his followers were scattered. Therefore, in the present case, I advise you, leave these men alone, let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. His speech persuaded them. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah.